Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. Our team at Y Street Capital has two new projects going live in our investor portal in the next week. We've gone several months with no new projects. These investment opportunities are open to accredited investors only who reside in the United States. If you'd like to learn more about these potential opportunities, send an email to info at victorjm.com and we will add you to the information circular on these projects. This is not a solicitation for investment. Any investment would be only open to qualified investors who meet the criteria and would be by prospectus only in compliance with SEC regulations. On today's show, we're taking another look at interest rates. Global credit markets seem to be at odds with the Federal Reserve's hawkish statements. Jerome Powell announced on Wednesday another quarter-point increase in the federal funds rate. We heard the same messages yesterday that we heard back in December at the last rate increase. The Fed wants to keep monetary policy restrictive until the inflation rate is down to the target of 2%. Their goal is price stability and maximizing employment, and so far they're saying that employment remains strong with the number of job openings at 1.9 compared with the number of people seeking work. The Fed set forward guidance for another rate increase in the March meeting, while at the same time saying that they're making decisions on a meeting-by-meeting basis. The terminal rate is forecast to be between 5% and and 5.25%. But the guidance prior to the announcement was already for a quarter-point increase with the February 1st meeting. The market had clearly priced that expectation into the market rates. And then in the days leading up to the announcements, the yield on the 10-year Treasury fell even further to 3.415%. The yield on the 10-year Treasury peaked in early November at 4.2%. And clearly, while we are in a rising interest rate environment, we are seeing the yield fall on the 10-year Treasury. The Fed increases the rate at every single meeting, and with the Fed funds in the range of 4.5 to 4.75, you would expect the yield on the longer-term bonds to be increasing as well. But that's not the case. What on earth is going on here? These divergent paths between short-term and long-term rates just seem to be getting wider and wider. And even though the coupon on the 10-year is at 4.125%, these bonds are being bid up to 105 cents in 9.30 seconds, which is what's causing the yield to fall to 3.4%. The yield, on the other hand, for the six-month T-bill has risen to 4.8% in the last week, the highest I've seen in a long time. So the interest rate inversion between the six-month and the 10-year is about 1.4%. That's large on a historic basis. It's definitely an inverted yield curve. So why is the yield falling on the 10-year at the same time as we have central banks trying to fight inflation by raising rates? I believe the answer lies in global supply and demand picture for debt. As interest rates have been increasing, investors are looking for places to park cash. The European Central Bank, their 10-year note, is pricing at 2.99% in global markets. So all other things being equal, why would you keep your funds in euros if you can get higher yield for U.S. Treasuries? The U.S. is seen as politically more stable than Europe, and the whole European Union experiment is still seen as an experiment. We don't know if the EU will unravel at some point in the future as diverging interests may eventually pull the union apart. So why would you buy ECB bonds when you can get higher yield and lower risk with U.S. Treasuries? That's part of the reason why the U.S. dollar has been rising all year, although we have seen a pullback in the U.S. dollar in the last couple of months. In fact, the dollar has fallen quite a bit since it peaked in September at 96 cents against the euro. Today, it's at $1.10, and that will buy you one euro. That's nearly a 16% drop 
in the value of the U.S. dollar since September. Then I guess the question is, why would the dollar be falling? After all, you get higher yield in U.S. treasuries than you do in European bonds. Well, the energy crisis in Europe is less severe than forecast, and it looks like the economy in the U.S. is on a weakening stance. It also looks like the rate of inflation in the U.S. is falling faster than expected, which means that the expectations are growing for an easing of interest rates in the U.S. despite all of the Fed rhetoric to the contrary. It also suggests that the ECB will need to maintain rates higher for longer, which would imply a strengthening euro over the medium term. And of course, all of this is just speculation. It tells us one thing, and it's a very important lesson at that. The markets set the interest rate, not the Fed. The falling yield for the 10-year Treasury will ultimately help real estate investors who have been struggling to make the numbers work with permanent financing rates only a few months ago. The rate for the long-term financing, which is usually indexed to the yield on the 10-year Treasury, has been falling in tandem with the yield on the 10-year Treasury, and that fall in rates has resulted in a modest uptick in real estate activity in particular in the month of January. For example, mortgage originators saw a sharp rebound in activity last month, and that softening of rates has been seen as an entry point for some buyers who fear being priced out of the market. And then finally, the Bank of Canada announced a pause in its interest rate increases following a quarter-point increase last week. That Bank of Canada rate pause is seen as further evidence that central banks around the world will be softening their stance as inflation cools. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.